Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of This Is Our Year, Minnesota Vikings podcast. I'm Mikey Kalpkoff. Joining me, as always, is Carrie Armagost and Austin Southers. Now, COVID-19. I believe you mean Urban Meyer. <laughs> it is me, Urban Meyer. We oh, yes, of course. Guest. Welcome, welcome, Urban. I'm really honored to be your guys' first, uh, first special guest star on the show. Yeah, okay, Urban, just... Tone it down a little. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. As I was saying, COVID-19. And that's all I said. And then, and then Urban was talking to me. All right. COVID-19 is running rampant in the NFL this week with uh, more players and teams than ever before. And the Vikings are not immune. Alexander Madison, Dan Chisena, Kyle Hinton, DD Westbrook, Daniel Hunter, AJ Rose, Tristan Johnson, and Dakota Dozier were all placed on COVID IR. Yikes. It's a lot. It's a lot of players. Most teams have at least somebody on the COVID reserve this week. I mean, that, that list could be a whole lot worse. I mean, it's mainly just Daniel Hunter, right? Like that's I mean Madison, you're gonna lose him on some crucial maybe like big place he'll come in on uh but yeah, no, I right. agree. I mean, there's a, it's just a lot of people. It is only Thursday, though. Uh, so that's a, that's kind of a scary thing. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, more and more players have been added. Even, even today, I saw Tyler Lockett got put on with the Seahawks. So, like, nobody's immune. Was there just some really big NFL party this year and a bunch of players went and just got sick? Yeah, I actually hosted it at my house, you know. Uh, it was called the Urban Meyer Mid-Season Ball. All right, Urban, chill. <laughs> All right, with this news, the NFL has decided that during the postseason, they are going to lift the rule that allows only two elevations of a practice squad member to the active roster, making it easier for teams to be fully stocked in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They'll now have unlimited elevations, which is nice. That's really big. Good for, yeah, that's huge. You hate to have, you know, COVID really affect this game as much as it has been. So it's nice that they're they're actively making some changes to the rules. Well, aside from the COVID reserve stuff, you know, Adam Thielen, Blake Lynch, and Christian Derrissaw are all questionable for this upcoming game. But uh, to make up for some of the team's losses in the running back room, especially because of Alexander Madison, the Vikings have claimed running back Wayne Gallman off of waivers now he spent time with the giants last season where he was the starter for a time when saquon barkley was out like he usually is and most recently with the falcons and i really liked him last season i liked what i saw from him i picked him up in a fantasy league you know and he did fine i don't know it's not a bad move we'll see just how long the vikings are gonna want him on their roster yeah i agree i think it's definitely kind of more of a short-term fix, but I think he'll get plenty of opportunity maybe to, well, not plenty, but get a few touches in the game at least to show what he's got. Yeah, I would actually even look for Kenny Wonglu to, you know, I feel like they're going to put Kenny Wonglu above this Gallman guy just because Kenny probably knows the playbook a little bit better, but maybe not by that much, but I don't know. Who knows? That's hard to say because Gallman's a, he's a veteran at this point. He's been around the league, so he might be kind of a plug-and-play guy for at least, you know, a few touches. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Now, 
Um, on to this game. Now, Minnesota leads the series against the Bears all time, 61-57-2. to to But they have lost five out of the last six during the Kirk Cousins era. Yikes. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong in a game like this? I think a big proponent of that was the Bears' vaunted defense that they've kind of accumulated the last couple years. Um, And, you know, this defense is battered and bruised. So I would say that there's really no excuse for us not winning. You know, I mean, especially last week, the Bears led up a ton of rushing yards. Um, So I would say look for Dalvin Cook to just absolutely demolish just like he did last week. Yeah. Yeah. um, Agree. I really hope that is the same formula going into this game. Um, One confidence going into this game is I think – we still can't sleep on the Bears' defense, but their offense just has not been there this season, especially the past. It's been very inconsistent. So I think this is just a game that we really just have to stay on top of because we still have to face this team one more time besides this week. Mm-hmm. And basically what it comes down to for the rest of this season, we have to win at least three of our next four games. So – we got to get. We got to start out right with a win here. Yeah. So, Definitely. Yeah. Defensively, the Vikings and the Bears have actually produced very similar results this season. Both teams have been riddled with injuries, including season-ending injuries for their star defenders, Daniel Hunter for the Vikings and Khalil Mack for the Bears. Now, the Bears' defense are allowing sixty percent of passes to be completed, and for for some perspective. The Vikings are allowing 63. Um, The Bears defense has also tallied only five intercepted passes. Only the Jets have less this season than that. The Bears also allow the second highest passer rating in the league with a rate of 106.6. And again, only the Jets have have allowed a higher passer rating than that. For perspective, the Vikings are allowing a rating of 94.3 this season. The Bears and the Vikings' run defense has also been similar in production. The Vikings have allowed 12 rushing touchdowns. Bears have allowed 13. Bears have allowed 1,560 rushing yards on the ground. And the Vikings have allowed 1,684. Mm-hmm. Um, where to watch out, though, is this pass rush. And that's, that can be said for both teams. The Vikings lead the league in team sacks with 41 and the Bears are tied for fourth place in the league with 36. I think they're tied with three other teams with that. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, there, there's, there's – it's an interesting story that this Bears defense has been because, I mean, in a way, the Bears defense has kind of been what's – Saved them? Yeah, exactly. It's been what's saving them a little bit because I think offensively, you know, I hand it to the Vikings either – like, definitely – but defensively, it's a little bit of a wash here. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the big advantage I would say that we have in this game to the Bears is we have a much more established offense. Um, but still, I think this is going to be a very almost a chess-like matchup between like Dalvin Cook and David Montgomery. It's That's how the last couple of matchups have kind of gone. It's these running backs go head-to-head, what team can time manage the clock and just – get the best 
But this year, I mean, they're going to have to rely, I think, on David because the passing game is just, like I said earlier, not been there. Well, and David Montgomery isn't even playing that well either. Like, he, he's a he... – No, but the Vikings are a team he has had, like, a history on. I suppose. It's just – in any, any divisional matchup, especially in our division, it's, all, it's pretty much been a run affair. But... Yeah, it has. And really, the running game – like we said, it's going to star David Montgomery. He'll be the number one back, but he'll get help from Khalil Herbert and Damian Williams, who have also, you know, they're playmakers as well. I think most, uh, I don't know about da- Damian Williams, but I did see that I think they are injury like questionables for um, David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert at the moment. I think it's just minor giving them enough rest before the big game coming up, but something to pay an eye on to. Yeah, absolutely. Because the Bears are most likely going to have to rely on their ground game for this matchup. They've been, they've been, you know, pretty good on the ground. It's been one of their, you know, one of their few bright spots on the offense this season. Mm-hmm. So what the mm-hmm. offense has kind of had to rely on. I mean, with the inconsistency that both Justin Fields and Andy Dalton have had this season, it's just it's basically the run has been what's their saving grace unless you have Jimmy Graham in the red zone. Right, right. It's just they have to get to the red zone first. Well, um, and then that's when they can rely on, you know, defensive turnovers, things like that. But I just don't see that going that this way in this game. I think uh, this Bears team is just going to crumble. Yeah, you know, and that's just it. They haven't really been able to produce – a ton of turnovers this year. Like I, they're second to the last in the league in interceptions. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this is in Chicago as well. I mean, weather could also play mm-hmm. a factor on this game as well. Yeah, I mean, oh, also cool. Kirk Cousins is having you know one of his least turnover-ridden seasons ever. So, but I think he's in a little up. bit of a rut right now. That's true. Like, he has been. So he's really got to pull himself out of that turnover uh, rut he's been in the last couple of games. I think he's given up at least three interceptions in the last two games, maybe. Yeah, but that that one one of those picks was not his fault. I mean, no, I, guess... I think it was, it was Jefferson, but also the defender got a hand on it. But still, we just kind of got to minimize that, especially in a game like this on the road. Yeah, yeah, because they're a team that's they're if they're gonna stay in the game, they're gonna have to rely on those things. But the Bears offensively, Justin Fields and number one wideout Allen Robinson have had trouble connecting this season when both are healthy. And about it. Yeah, I mean they both haven't been healthy for a lot of the season together. Allen Robinson was franchise tagged this season, and after having an elite season last year. He's really kind of just struggled to find anywhere near the same level of production. But mm-hmm. second-year receiver Darnell Mooney has started to thrive and expand his role with the new quarterback. So, yeah, but the uh, trust me, Darnell Mooney's on my fantasy team. He has not been producing the last couple weeks. He has also kind of hit a weird little rut. That's just the inconsistency yeah. that the Bears have had in the past game this whole year. Like, don't get me wrong. I think Justin Fields is a good solution to the Bears offense in a year or two. But right now, he's just – he has to – there's so much learning he has to do. There's a curve, especially 
as being a QB of his style. And I mean, I've heard great comparisons of people talking about how Russell Wilson, like he looks like a young Russell Wilson in this style of a QB, but he's just, he looks like he's not ready to play. He can't read a defense this year. He's not getting time to look for a second or third option. He's basically, if his first option's not open, he's either, he either has to hit the wheels and start running or basically throw the ball or he's going to take a sack. I mean, he's been, what, one of the most sacked QBs in the games he has played this year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh... – that offense, it, they just can't get rolling with him. I mean, luckily he's got legs too, so he's able to kind of bail them out in that front. But they have. I mean, really on the bare Soldier Field turf, on the Soldier Field turf, that's probably super hard considering how cheaply made that stadium is. Mm-hmm. Well, we won't have many more times to go there because aren't the Bears moving in a couple of seasons? Theoretically, yeah. I think that's yeah, the plan at the moment. In theory, yeah. But well, still, I mean, what were you going to say, Mike? I was just going to say, definitely on on special teams, watch out for punt slash kick returner Jakeem Grant, who he caught a touchdown last week and he returned a touchdown against the Packers. I like it. Hot take. Definitely watch out for him. Hot take. There will be a special teams touchdown in this game. Mm. You know, I, I have a hot take on that, too. I will say each team will have a kick return touchdown. And get this. They're back-to-back. Whoa. That, oh. It's happened. Mm-hmm. It's happened. You know, my hot take is a little special this week. You guys may have seen I entered today's call with my name typed out as Urban Meyer. Um, well, I thought that was you, Urban Meyer. Yes, <laughs> it is me. It is Urban Meyer. Add on this podcast. Um, you know, as a special guest star, I think it's safe for me to announce that, uh, I do believe my position may be filled in Jacksonville come next season by a veteran head coach who knows about turning teams around briefly only to get extremely disappointed again. My hot take is that the wonderful, my good friend, Michael Zimmer will be the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach next season. Oh, man. I could see wow. it. Wow. He might want a better climate than the one he's got. <laughs> I a lot think of it's hunting be land down there, lots of swamps and different things. You know, Mike Zimmer could go big game. He could catch some gators, you know. <laughs> if Mike Zimmer goes there, he will make uh, Trevor Lawrence get a haircut. <laughs> I know. I think here's my thing is that I think that Jacksonville team has some raw talent on defense that Zimmer would love. He would lap it up. And then he would just entrust Trevor Lawrence with some dumb offensive coordinator and ruin his career. But, you know, such is life. I mean, but also, oh, I'm blanking on the name. But, I mean, they have that rookie running back they got at the beginning of the year that Travis Etienne that never panned out. Well, he tore his ACL. I know, but he'll come next season. Oh, yeah. And then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think I think Jaguars. That that'd be a. I think a lot of teams are going to want to go coach down there. I mean, yeah, you get an early pick. You're going to get pretty much a. There's you have three studs from the last two year two years in drafts. Or yeah, even more. Don't what are I don't even know what uh, the Jaguars' drafting position is going to be this year. Yeah, don't they I have don't, multiple. Do they, I don't rounder? even know if they have a first round pick. But either way, 
this is not the Jacksonville Jaguars show. I'm just saying that is my hot take for this week is that my good another, friend Mike Zimmer will be will be my successor. Another hot take. We're going to start a Jacksonville Jaguars podcast next year as well. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Speaking of that, just Urban Meyer, he's gone now. Fired. Yep. Eliminated. Cut. So was that was that his decision? to pick up that new running back because he was benching James Robinson. Oh, my gosh, guys. Oh, man. Chargers are going to get a kick return against the – no, but wow. Sorry. Big moment. First <laughs> play the and they almost did a kick Chargers. return. Wow. Yeah. They got all the way to the 30 on the other side. So, big play. Hmm. Well, do you guys have a score prediction for this Vikings-Bears game? You know, I think this is going to be – uh, like the Seattle game. I really do think this is going to be a game where we're not going to have our hearts racing until the end. Um, so I think we're going to win by at least 10 points, and I think it's going to be uh, Chicago 13, Minnesota 23. Okay. So it'll, it'll be a normal 10 game. onto that for me. I have a 33-13 final Vikings. Yeah. I like Jeez. It. Uh, I've got a 20 20- vikings i think uh i think the vikings are they're gonna come off to a pretty strong lead but i think that the bears they're gonna come back at the end they're gonna try to come back at the end they're gonna end up going for a two-point conversion at some point in there 28 22 vikings will still win yeah i i mean i don't know why i'm so calm going into this game and it might actually bite me later on but i just Chicago and, and like no disrespect because I really do think it's a very talented team and I think in the years to come it's a team I am not looking forward to playing in this division it's just they have such talent I mean they have so much depth in some areas especially on the running back side and I mean with a a QB like um Justin Fields to go into the future I mean he is going to be something really special and even if Allen Robinson stays around, he's going to have a bounce back year. And like you said, Kerry, Darnell Mooney, he, he's going to be a, a really good receiver yet for it. So, but I just, the pieces are there. It's just somebody has to put it, the puzzle together. And I just don't think somebody's doing it right now. Or if Matt Nagy gets fired, what if Zimmer goes over there? Ooh. Ooh. Well, when Matt Nagy gets fired, which will be this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's gone. He's as good as gone. I don't know. I, I I would hate to see Zimmer go to a divisional rival, but I guess that's the risk that we take when we say, "Hey, we're done with you." With a good defense. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, want him that, in the division because he knows our really team. Well. That would oh, bite that us would, bad. Yeah, because he wouldn't have to learn too so much or change a lot because he would already be playing in the same division, and he would have an edge on the Vikings because he would know our system almost in and out. Maybe he should go be the defensive coordinator for the Dan Campbell Lions. <laughs> uh, that, that I could get behind. I could see that. So, uh, coming up this week in the NFL, we have a Saturday doubleheader with just AFC teams. So, as far as playoff seating, we don't have to worry about it. Um, yeah. Some games to be watching. Washington faces the Eagles. Now, 
we want the Eagles probably to win this one, but <laughs> the Eagles are also right on our tail. So you know what? Either uh, way. If the Eagles lose, it gets them off of our tail a little bit, but it kind of secures the spot for Washington a little bit more. So they tie. Tie, tie, tie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Some other NFL news. Uh, Mike Williams is now down on the field with an injury. Oh, my gosh. Yes. yes. Of the Chargers, yes. Yes. Concurrent, mm-hmm. up-to-date, uh, unfortunately, with the circumstance, but still up-to-date with it. Yeah, that's uh, – that's no good. You hate to see it. I hate to see it. Um, Falcons face the 49ers. I think it's a long shot for the Falcons to win that one, but that's who we're rooting for. Uh, Lions take on the Cardinals. I feel like the Lions, <laughs> this is this would be one that they would win. <laughs> you know, yeah. Because, just... yeah, this, this Cardinals team, they're very distraught. You know, they just lost, so – and they just lost Andre Hopkins for the regular season. Yikes! I mean, Christian yeah. Kirk—he's still—he's going to be stepping up, and then. Mm-hmm. Christian AJ Kirk Green. and AJ Green, if he can turn around to catch a pass. <laughs> um, the Saints what? take on the Buccaneers. Saints are also right on our tail, so I guess let's go Bucks. Um, yeah, I can never cheer for the Saints. No, never, never. Um. Seahawks take on the Rams. That's a fun divisional one. But another one to really look at. Ravens take on the Packers. Let's go, Ravens. We don't need a Packers win. This close mean, to even, Christmas, come on. I mean, let's go back to that L.A. game against Seattle. That game also could be important. Even if uh, the Rams lose that game, that still could potentially pull us closer to their record. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it, there's still enough season left that the Rams could go on a big losing streak. Yes, so maybe not a bad game. And we still have to play the Rams, don't we, this season? We do. But let's add, let's hope for it. I, I hate to say let's go Seattle because I've been really liking the Rams this year, but kind of hope Seattle wins that game. Yeah, I, I haven't been the biggest Rams fan. I'd, I'm not a big Matthew Stafford guy. But mm. that's just me. Well, do you guys have any other final thoughts before we wrap up this show? Are you oh. guys going to go see uh, uh, American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story? <laughs> I'll uh, maybe wait for it to come to a streaming service. Yeah, that's good. I'm surprised I mean, I, it wasn't. A, I'm surprised it wasn't a straight to DVD or straight to stream. It's actually getting <laughs> a theatrical run, which is wild. Yeah, well, it's, it's got the star Zachary Levi, so I mean, that's a, he's a big name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but I, I can't say I'm going to do it right away. What about uh, the Kevin James led uh, Sean Payton movie? No series. I think it is a movie, isn't it? It's a series, I think, on Netflix. I hope it's not a series. That's awful. I think it's a series, like it's a little mini series. I think uh, Adam Sandler produced it. Come on, man! Why do why do you got to do this? I, I mean, why of all people? Sean Payton. Yeah, why? I I just don't know. What has Nobody's he done? Fan, I don't what think. has he done besides win one Super Bowl? Oh my goodness. Yeah, no Vikings uh, fans are gonna wanna watch that. Back to back plays, Chargers have two players just go down on an injury. Huge. Oh no. Wow, not Boy. yeah. Oh, this is a weird game. Yeah. 
gruesome. Well, but no, I don't have yeah, much to say besides, besides I just don't want this to be a trap game. Really, yeah, it's tough to really have a trap game when when you're when you have a losing record. But I get what you're saying. Well, I mean, this is a game that I know we're going to be probably the nation favorite to win. And yeah, the Vikings aren't the nation favorite to do anything right now. We lost to the Lions. Well, no, in this matchup, at least, like, uh, I I cannot like. I I do know they're favored. They are favored in this one. Favored, yeah. but. I think most people will say the Vikings are most likely going to win this game, but it's just yeah, we just got to show. People are not Vikings fans. Yes, I I have a feeling if somebody had a gun to their head, they'd say, "Oh yes, the Vikings are going to win this game." Like if they had to place their entire life savings on it. But I don't think (laughs) anyone would be surprised if the Vikings lost this game. No, no, I don't think we're going to be surprised if we do lose. That's just it. I just don't want. I don't want that. I'm not going to be surprised if we lose either. It's just, this is a game that, oh my goodness, we need to just start proving that we are a team to watch out for. But like I said, if we sneak into the playoffs, if I was any other team, I would not want to play the Vikings just due to the fact to know that the game will not be decided early. It will be decided in the last minute of the game. Yep. It, would, it, would, it would bring me so much stress to be a coach or a coordinator going up against a team like that. Well, luckily... I, you know, I'm Urban Meyer, and I don't need to go against the Vikings at all this season, if ever, you know. Right, it's because you, you're coaching the AFC, right? Well, yeah, and I'll, you know, I got fired, and like, you know, I, I'm probably never getting an NFL job again, so I won't ever need to face the Vikings. Oh, there it is. <laughs> all right, well, make sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, follow us on Twitter at TIOY Vikings, and follow our Facebook page. It's called This Is Our Year, Minnesota Vikings Podcast. Send us a message, send us a DM, send us a question. We'd love to hear from you. Um, We'll talk to you after the Bears game. We'll see how it goes, hopefully after a win. All right, guys. You know, thanks for having me on the show today, boys. Oh, of course, Urban. (laughs) All right, later. All right, Skull.